Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Monday Night Magic here on twitch.tv slash themanapool. Whew, I didn't realize how out of breath hunting and, and killing my own prey would make me. For those of you listening to the audio version and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, I just got up and killed a gnat that was flying around, and it, it was on the wall, so I killed it. Now it's over. Now it's over. We can all finally rest. <sighs> but now I'm tired, because, you know, you get up, you do the hold your breath, and then lunge forward, you know? Yeah. And I'm out of shape, so now I'm tired. <sighs> well, that's Monday Night Magic. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and everybody, come back next week for, uh, I don't know, like, maybe we'll play Minesweeper. Ooh. Competitive Minesweeper. <laughs> no. Anyway, so, yes, I am Chewy, and with me, as always, is Squee. I am here. Uh, Clues could not be with us uh, this uh, this evening because reasons. Several reasons, it turns out. Legit ones. Yeah, not like, I don't wanna, but like, ah! And we were like, yeah. 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 So, it's just the two of us, but that's okay, because next week, it'll be just me and Clues. Yeah. There were three of us here, but then Chewie killed the gnat. So now there's just two of us. I hope that doesn't have knock-on effects. Like, you kill a gnat in North Carolina and, I don't know, clues I mean, you could have possibly changed the entire future, but we don't care because we live in the present. (laughs) Remember that next time you see a butterfly. (laughs) We're always afraid of going back in time and changing the future, but you could change the future now. It's true. Also vote. It's true. All right, so this is Monday Night Magic number 669. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in all honesty, we're only recording this week so that next week's isn't extra super long. Yeah. So, Welcome to new. Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot going on this week, so let's see if we can tear through this episode relatively quickly. Squee, you ready? I guess so. Let's go. All right. First up, uh, today, we had the Abandoned Restricted uh, update. No changes to any formats. Burr. Take that. What trips me out is that uh, it was on October 7th, which is today, and the next one is November 18th, which is a month and 11 days. Why Why is it less than a month and a half to the next BNR update? Um... Because they do a lot of them a year now? I guess. So in the last... In the Discord server, the Manipool Discord server, which you can totally join, by the way. The link is down below however it is you're getting this. It's in the panels on Twitch, it's in the description on YouTube, and it's in the show notes in the audio version. Anyway, in the Discord server there was a... uh, uh, It was said that, oh yeah, they're doing it like two weeks before and two weeks after each uh, Pro Tour, Mythic Championship, whatever. And I'm like, I don't remember that at all. And then it turns out, no, that's not the case. They were doing it sometime before and then like five weeks after or something. But then they said, we're not going to do that as much. That's a lot. So we're going to back off. It's essentially every month and a half. Wait. It was July 8th, then August 26th, then October 7th, and up next November. So it's like every like six or seven weeks. I have not done the math, but that's roughly where we're falling right now. Interesting. Yeah, I like the way no one ever knows when the next one is until we always have to go back to the previous one and look at the date. Yeah. But anyway. I cheat by just going to Ian Duke's archive page. Oh, dude. Oh, look at you. Science? January. And then... March, and then May, and July, August, October, November. Yeah. It's kind of like bookmarking the news specifically for BNR. Interesting. But anyway, so yeah, no changes to any formats. Uh, For once, I didn't hear a lot of people grumbling about modern. Granted, I haven't spent that much time on Twitter today. (laughs) Honestly. 
but uh, I didn't see. That's why you're happy. I didn't see a stupid amount of grumbling so much that the little bit of time I spent on Twitter showed me that. Uh, I did see people complaining about Pauper because apparently uh, the astrolabe is sort of uh, uh, brutal. I could see that. But I guess they wanted to give it another month and a half before they decide whether or not it needs to be excised. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know that many people played Pauper. Enough for grumbling about Pauper to actually be a, a fairly big thing on my Twitter feed for a day. But there you go. So, yeah. that That's it. Standard right, yeah. is... Mm. Okay, we'll get to that. Modern is, is <laughs> standard right. is rotated, is what it is. Yeah, standard just rotated, and people already hate it. But we'll we'll get to that. Um, modern after the uh, uh, the summer of Hagak is is all right. Legacy's legacy, and no one cares about vintage. So yeah, there you go. We're we're all we're all fine here. How are you? <clears throat> All right, so let's move on. When the new set releases, we have the tournament rules, updates, and uh, infraction guide, uh, IPR, all that good stuff. Uh, the big one is sometimes a set has cards that are not basic lands in the basic land slot. Sometimes there's just a basic land. And so to simplify things, players no longer need to remove basic lands from boosters when drafting. I appreciate them clarifying that. So now you just remove the non-cards. So tokens, yeah. the ads, the whatever. That's good, because I've been to a number of drafts over the years where people have to stress at length whether or not the lands are taken out. Someone's always not paying attention. Yep. And then you have to stop and count your cards. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pain. <clears throat> so, there you go. That's the big one. Okay, moving on. Hurrah. Uh, Mythic Championship 5 is coming up soonish. And apparently this... Wow, this article came out on the 23rd and we just missed it. Whoops. Our bad. I mean... Probably. Yeah. But the uh, the list of challengers, you know, the special invites, I think. No, wait, this is challengers. So is this... The... F wait. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many terms now... That I can't remember. Wait, Mythic Championship 5. Is this an arena one? Or is this it's a... in Long Beach, California, so probably not. Okay, hold up. Okay, 5 is arena. Okay, good. So, yeah. Oh, right. The odds are arena. Yeah, except for one. Right. Yeah. That's, that's why it throws me off. It, yeah, I can never remember which way is which. Okay, so these are... It says the challengers, so these are the people who made it in through Arena. I think. And there's a lot, so we're not going to read them off, because, look, I'm still scrolling. Okay, it's there we go. That's to the end. Do it. It's a sufficiently long list that if they just made someone up and put them in the middle of it, we'd probably believe them. Like... When you have such great names as Dr. Carpet and Easy Mac, I'm going to believe whatever you put in there. Yeah. Like, Although, those are real. <laughs> uh, I think this one actually isn't real. I don't think Oliver 2 really exists. I mean, have I you seen... I don't think so. Oh, well, I guess you found it then. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I think... I think we're good. So if you were wondering who all is has made it into the Mythic Championship, well, there's a list. Link is in the show notes. Hooray! Go check it out. Neat. Yay. All right, now for the, the silly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, for charity, 
Magic the Gathering and Wizards of the Coast is doing. So you remember, I think it was the Hascon thing? Yep, it started with Hascon. Yeah, they did the three cards. There was the Transformers card, the Nerf card, and the... Uh, the D&D card. The D&D card, yeah. Well, since Hascon is in limbo for the foreseeable future, uh, they had to figure out other ways to do their weird Hasbro crossovers. So uh, now they're doing it for charity. Uh, a three-card promo set called Ponies the Galloping. <laughs> Uh, Makes will sense. be available. Do it. Makes sense. It does. Uh, it's going to be sold on HasbroPulse.com from October 22nd to November something or other. Hang on. October 22nd to November 5th. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Because that's when you can't buy ponies anymore. The ponies of treason and plots. <laughs> uh... But yeah, uh, this is a charity thing. All the proceeds will go towards Extra Life, benefiting the Seattle Children's Hospital. And let's see. This is a slideshow, right? Yeah, there we go. As you can see, we have three cards, and they're adorable. We have Rarity, who is uh, a legendary unicorn. It says, rare and mythic rare spells you cast cost one less to cast. Which is huge. Team Beta win. And then for one and tap and reveal a My Little Pony toy you own, until end of turn, another target creature gains protection from each color in that toy's coat, mane, and outfit. So that's pretty powerful. You can get protection from purple. So, you know how normally when you're playing, like, more competitively, you're, you know, pick a thing you own is usually restricted the stuff immediately around you to save time. Yeah. Um, when you're playing with these cards, do you bring, like, a side stable? <laughs> like, is that where you keep them? <laughs> like, you gotta keep them somewhere. I don't know how ponies work, admittedly. Maybe you only play magic at your house, so you can run to your bedroom real quick and grab your whatever My Little Pony will. So bold of you to assume that they're in the bedroom. I mean, that's where I kept my toys. I guess now I keep my toys my in my apartment. That's not how this works. Okay, okay, okay. Well, if you're a kid, then you, you play go. in your bedroom. But if if you're one of us, then you just turn to your your shelf and be like, "Bam! This one protection from these colors." This one, Jace Pony. <laughs> All right. Wait. How big is Rarity's a tutu? For one, a blue and a white. I forgot that part. The Zorius Pony. Uh, we've got Nightmare Moon. Now, I don't know anything about My Little Pony, so I'm sure there are jokes here, but... Sorry, I don't know. Alicorn? But, yeah, Nightmare Moon for four black black is a 6-6 six, six legendary alicorn. Uh, with flying, as long as it's nighttime, Nightmare Moon gets plus two, plus two, and has menace, which sounds awesome. And then for six, you can transform Nightmare Moon... Any pony may activate this ability or help pay the cost. When they do, they become your friend. And transforms into Princess Luna. Who's a 4-4 with flying. When this creature transforms into Princess Luna, choose up to six cards you own from outside the game with a moon in their art. Then exile those cards. As long as those cards remain exiled, you may cast them. And your friends may cast them with your permission. Parentheses, gifts are appreciated. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds friendly. Alicorn is an MLP-specific term for Pegasus unicorns. Oh, uh, okay. Really? Hang on. Oh, yeah, see, Rarity doesn't have wings. Got it. Noted. So, yeah, if you have your your 8-8 flying menace nightmare moon, then someone can just pay 6 and drop it down to a 4-4 with flying, and then... If they're your friend, then you can they can cast some spells if you let them. It's, remember, friendship is magic. That's the whole that's the whole thing here. That seems to be the case. And then finally, we have Princess Twilight Sparkle. I feel like that's a spoiler, but I don't know if that's the case. Uh, for a blue and a white is a legendary alicorn that's a two-two with flying. Other alic 
unicorns, horses, pegasi, ponies, and unicorns you control get plus one, plus one. So it's a, it, it's a horsey lord. Yeah. And for a Wooburg, one of each color, if you control Applejack, Fluttershy, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, and Rarity, every pony wins the game. Now, yes, I know those cards. Only one of those cards exists, so calm uh-huh. down. It's, that's the it's the theme of the show, you know? You think you can cheat it a little bit by having, like, a box of Applejacks? Just to be, like, snacking throughout the game, but it's actually just the win con? And be playing Mario Kart 8 on your uh, Switch and on Rainbow Road and doing a, a Blue Sparks dash and then pause it? I think that if you set this up, you earned it. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's what alternate win conditions are all about. I think it's um, telling about how long they've had this planned because this should be legendary creature Noble Alicorn. <laughs> or, no, I think it'd be Alicorn Noble. Probably Alicorn yeah. Noble. Yeah, I guess it's usually race for, before, right? But, yeah. This, this is adorable. And the art, the art on these is actually really good. Whether you're a fan of, okay, go away, go back. How do I close this? No. Where's that? Is it this? Ah, okay. I thought that was. Never mind. But yeah, the the art on these cards is fantastic. Like all all four of them, because you know one of them is double faced. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. If if this is, is your thing, or if this is someone's thing that you know, you can get it again on HasbroPulse.com from, where's the date? October 22nd to November 5th. Okay? HasbroPulse.com. A site I've never seen or heard of, but apparently that's, hey, let's go to HasbroPulse.com. Yeah, that sounds real. Oh. Well, we've got some Star Wars toys. We've got more Star Wars toys. <laughs> oh, we've got an an weird ass Iron Man toy. Oh, some Power Rangers. Jam. Transformers. What in the hell is that? Buh. Oh, from the Transformers movie universe. Well, uh-huh. let's just pretend that didn't happen. All right. But it's a real sight. Apparently, it's where you buy Hasbro stuff. Evidently. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Like I said, that's, this is for charity. It's for Extra Life, which is uh, an excellent charity. I've done... Back in the day with uh, our friend Dustin, before he moved to Tennessee, uh, Mike and Scott and I did the 24-hour Extra Life thing once with him. Maybe twice? I can't remember now. I remember one specifically. Yeah. Because he had like eight TVs set up with different gaming systems on each one and we all just sat around and played games all day. I remember this specifically because he warmed up. He warmed up. He started. He started. This 24 hour started at the beginning. He wanted to start off easy. He said. So he started by beating Mega Man 2. I was like, what? <laughs> I, re- I showed up that morning, but I hadn't posted the podcast yet. So I'm sitting there on the laptop, you know, working on it. And he's just sitting there just beating Mega Man 2. And I'm like... Too rich for my blood. He's harder than I am. Like, <laughs> Nah, man. But anyway, yeah. So that's what I love Mega uh, Man Two. I would not consider that a casual gaming experience. Yeah, but it was it was for Dustin because Dustin's a badass. All right then. Yeah. But yeah, we all staggered home the next morning, like eight or nine o'clock, whatever time we were supposed to leave. And I came home and slept for a couple hours, and woke up, or it was like three or four hours. I woke up, and Mike was online, and I was like, "Dude, I'm hungry." He goes, "Yeah, me too." I was like. We should go to, where'd we go? Was it Cracker Barrel? Golden Corral. We went to Golden Corral and ate at the buffet. After, you know, 24 hours playing games and then 
sleeping for like four hours. That's dangerous, man. <laughs> it was! <laughs> anyway, these are my extra life stories. This is what the odds and ends are like, by the way. It, yeah, yeah. But with Only more with more swearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the, uh, my little, what's it called? Hang on. Ponies the Galloping? Where is the, the Galloping. Yeah, Ponies the Galloping. And remember, if this isn't your thing, shut up. It is some people's things, and it's for charity. Let people like things. And if that's not how you want to do the charity game, they've got another one for you. It's true. So, is it this one? It's this one. Okay. Uh, Magic is doing a separate thing for Extra Life, where you can either set up a team or as like a content creator or I guess a streamer most specifically and uh, your community can raise money for extra life and so you can set up extra life teams join the magic extra life super team and from October 2nd I like the way this article went up on the 3rd huh but from October 2nd to November 2nd uh, the various teams will rally their community to raise money. And the top eight teams will get a whole ass load of codes for this inspiring veteran uh, premium card style on Arena. And so it's a lot. The first team will get 7,000 codes to give away. The eighth place team will get 500 codes to give away. It's a lot of work. But it's for a good cause. No, it's it's totally valid. It's just like they're expecting big numbers to make this happen. But look oh, yeah, at totally. it. Cool. It's inspiring. Get it? It's veteran. Uh so yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then they've got like a whole Q and A on here if you want the details, so check yeah. that out. That's your jam. And this is where they show off uh ponies the galloping for the first time on the magic site, it is right here. Yeah. Which I don't understand why. Like, I kept scrolling up and, and skimming through this to see if it was mentioned up here. But it's it's not. Anywhere that I, I see, it's just all of a sudden it goes, What is Ponies the Galloping? And here it is. Like, yeah, that's completely random. It's like, where did that... Okay. Like, it's on the topic of Extra Life, so that's good, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's completely non-sequitur to the entire page so far. Okay, good. So it's not it's not just me. No, it's random. It feels like they maybe were originally building this as one of the pages, and they started adding the other content, and they were the intention of, like, splitting it into two articles, and then just didn't. So, I don't know, man. Apparently, At least it's all in one place. Apparently they're also selling playmats? That's with, a good idea. With the pony art? Probably also on HasbroPulse.com? Presumably. That's actually baller. The playmats are a good idea. Yeah! Those are a more accessible gift to give people. Check out this Twilight Sparkle. That's adorable. I'm gonna die. Uh, Oh, there he went. I have the diabetes now, because it's so sweet. Anyway. So yeah, there's there's the charity stuff. Yay, magic and extra life. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that year that we did the extra life thing, we were the, the top donation like area or group or whatever from uh north carolina if i remember correctly nice wasn't that extra life i think that was extra life i think that's right but anyway uh right so that is as far as i can tell all of our news right um yeah i think so like i've got a got a bug blog if you want to throw something at that but that's oh right i forgot to open that so i don't have it open yeah there we go i mean it's not a lot it's just it had a line on it that was funny to me all right Um, so like as usual for bug blog stuff i'm going to talk about some of the things that are broken in magic online it's i'm not going to go over everything it's not going to be comprehensive but some of them are funny and that entertains me so i'm sharing them with you if you play magic online you should probably familiarize yourself with what does and doesn't work um so here's the one that came out on the 26th of september because we were off last week 
Um, I'm going to ignore a lot of them, but the gameplay ones I think are interesting. So first up, Vraska, Golgari Queen, got a super buff because Vraska will always draw a card with her first loyalty ability, regardless of what her controller chooses, making the card effectively plus two loyalty. You may sacrifice another permanent. If you do, you gain one life and draw a card. Or, plus two, draw a card. Pretty sweet. That's not broken at all. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yeah, don't do that, by the way. Yeah, don't do not do that. Don't take advantage of these glitches. You'll get in trouble. And if someone does it to you, report them. They're cheating. But that's a pretty sweet buff there. All right. Copying an opponent's Lavinia, Azorius Renegade, can cause the game to restart. In specific instances. I'm kind of glad they're not telling us what those instances are. But maybe don't copy Lavinia for a little while. Yeah, maybe not. That's You don't want to accidentally the whole Karn. So, like, <laughs> don't watch out for that. Yeah. All right. Um, adventure cards, such as... Rimrock Knight, interact incorrectly with Feather the Redeemed, Thief of Sanity, Lord of the Void, and Spell Queller. Oh, okay. I can see Uh, how all of these would work improperly, yeah. Yeah. I can see adventure cards in general having some challenges with that. Anything that deals with things coming out of exile. Yeah. Like Feather says, exile that card instead of putting it into your graveyard as it resolves, and then return it to your hand at the beginning of the next end step. Well, since it's technically on a creature card, I bet Magic Online goes... (laughs) And Thief of of Sanity uh, exiles cards face down... And as long as that card remains exiled, you may cast it. And I bet that causes problems. And Lord of the Void, similarly, put a creature card... Okay, exiles cards from uh, a player's library and puts... You could put a creature card from among them onto the battlefield, but it's also a a spell, like an instant or sorcery, so I bet it goes... And then Spell Queller counters a spell and then... Wait. No, it exiles a spell, and then they can cast it later. But since it's a adventure or a creature sitting there, I bet Magic Online goes... All of these, I bet, are the same bug, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I also wouldn't be surprised if, instead of that, it's you're able to just cast it from exile, even though you didn't do the adventure condition to put it there. Like, depending on how they coded it. Because... That could also be a problem, but either way, be aware of that. I would These are kind of fun to try to figure out what went wrong, but... Neat. Oh, apparently there were some announcements that you've missed. Um, Vraska and the ETB abilities were fixed in the oh. last build, according to the announcement. I skimmed over this, I just didn't notice it, because I guess they put it at the bottom, that's why. Where All right. Would that be build notes? Yeah. Ah, okay. I never scroll down that far because it doesn't really matter. Um, so Thief of Sal- Sanity and Spell Queller work properly, but apparently the others don't? Hmm. Maybe? Anyway, just just keep an eye on all of these yeah. things. They fixed Braska, though. That's important. Yeah. All right, okay. Then. I Thank think we've chat. pretty much covered the nonsense here. All right, so, tournaments? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's start with the easy one. Uh, GP Montreal happened. It was yep. sealed and then draft. So, huh. So how 824 people. people. How, how many? 824. 824, nice. And uh, Alexander Hayne won. Remember him? He's, yeah, he's a magic so. player. It's true. Uh, he beat Michael Bergerac in the finals. So Michael Bergerac's in second. Third and fourth, in no particular order, are 
uh, Martin Eric Gautier, and Jacques Olivier Suave. Salve. 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 Suave. J O S. You know, Rico Suave? This is uh, Jaco Suave. Anyway. I see. And then fourth through eighth in no. Fifth or eighth, in no particular order, are uh, Zach Jacques, uh, David Parg, Robert Anderson, and Dimitri Kazak. Yay. Good job. There's your there's your thing. You played limited. Yep. 40 card decks one. I'll give you competitive decks to open and sealed and draft analysis here. All right, so let's go to the Star City event in, uh, where was this, Philly? Yeah, Philadelphia. Famous for its uh, cream cheese. And also its, uh, what's the other thing that you get in Philly? Cheese in a can that they put on a steak? Yes, we'll go with that. (laughs) Okay, so this was team-constructed, which means the actual meta... Does not matter. Yeah. So we're going to... Plus, as you'll see in a minute, this is a very strange series of decks. So let's just... uh, How many people were in this? All right, so it's teams. So there are 264 teams, meaning 792 players. Okay. And this is one person playing Standard, one person playing Modern, and one person playing Legacy. Yep. All right, so the... First place team is Jonathan Rosum, who is playing the Bant Golos deck in standard. Now, we're gonna we're gonna be seeing a lot of Golos here, so let's let's give a refresher. Golos Tireless Pilgrim enters the battlefield. You can search for a land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped, and then you can pay two in a Wooburg to exile the top three cards of your library, and you can play them this turn without paying their mana costs. Okay, okay. Spicy, but go on. And then there's uh, this, the Field of the Dead, (laughs) which says, among other things, whenever Field of the Dead or another land enters the battlefield under your control, if you control seven or more lands with different names, you get a 2-2 zombie. And apparently this is the the brutal bit, Uh because play a land, get a free Uh 2-2. Uh, seems you good. don't even have to play the land. I'm sorry. Get a land. Get a 2-2. Yeah. And yeah, this card has Arboreal Grazer and Beanstalk Giant and Hydroid Crasis and Realm Cloak Giant because screw it, blow up the world. And Golos and a Kenrith. Oddly enough. But then it also has Growth Spiral, Once Upon a Time, and Circuitous Root. Or route, depending on where you're from. So it's Rotate. just it's just barfing car uh, lands onto the battlefield and then getting uh, uh, zombies for free. So many zombies. Also, there's Oko, who is a massive distraction for your opponent because Oko has six loyalty on turn three, which is stupid. It's stupid. Oh, and the food. Apparently, it's stupid and constructed too. Do what? All that and the food. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, don't be surprised if you see a lot more Fields of the Dead problems in the future. Yeah. Ugh. So, okay, so that's that's the first deck. Uh, let's see. The rest of the winning team, Matthew Dilks on Amulet Titan for Modern, and Daryl Ayers on Teamer Delver for uh, Legacy. Note that the Amulet Titan also got a Field of the Dead. I should hope so, yeah. Yeah. yeah Current problems. Huh, imagine that. Yeah. All right, so how about second place? Second place, we have Zen Syed running Naya Loam in Legacy. Wait a minute. Okay, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's not a Field of the Dead here. No, no, there's not. No. Anything? Nothing too, nothing too weird. Looks. Well, there's Elvish Reclaimer. 
but yeah, okay. Looks looks fairly fairly normal. Uh, Jeremy Bertarioni playing Golos Fires in Standard. So this one is running uh, Fires of Invention. Yep. Which is which is just silly. Uh... Mike pointed out uh, at the end of I think our last Throne of Eldraine episode. He was like, I think this could be a, a real thing. And I was like, really? Turns out, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Look, red enchantments either do everything or they do nothing. Yeah, it is a, It is definitely a red rare enchantment in that it's bizarre, but this one's actually good. So, yeah. That's important. And look, Field of the Dead. Okay. Moving on, uh, the... Th- Final third place deck is Roshan Epen. I guess is how you say that. Playing Urza Outcome for Legacy with Emery, Lurker of the Lock. Oh, well. Yeah, that, yeah. You want a sword? I got a sword. Yeah, and Wishclaw Talisman. Yeah. Oh, my God, and Witching Well. What? Ah, oh, okay, Paradoxical Outcome. Like, why is it called Outcome? Because Paradoxical Outcome. Yeah. yeah duh. Alright, well, that's neat. Just an Emery, just in there. Like a full set of her. Whew! Yeah, a lot of swords. Yeah. Alright, third place. We've got Edgar Magalhaes running Bant Golos and Standard. Take a look at this real quick. Make sure it's... Uh, it's got a Teferi Time Raveler uh, instead of Oko in the main, but other than that, it looks to be pretty much the same. The, the plan seems pretty set. Yeah. We've got uh, Noah Walker playing Teamer Delver in Legacy and Dylan Donegan on Urza Outcome in Modern. All right, fourth place, Harlan Firer or Fearer. I really need to learn how to say his name. He's on the four-color Wurza deck in Modern. Anything... Mm. Nope, looks 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 like yeah, looks like the deck. Okay, cool. Uh, Drake Sasser is on Jeskai Mentor in Legacy, and Zach Allen is on Sultai Golos in fourth in Standard. So this is running Agent of Treachery. Oh, wow. Okay. The Grazer the Crace's Risen Reef. Hmm. Interesting. Golos. Oh, and Yarok the Desecrated. Oh, my. Dude, did you read that? Uh. Yarok the Desecrated. I feel like I have. Ew, horror. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. For, I guess, the people listening. Um. Two. Black. Green. Blue. Legendary creature. Elemental horror. Three. Five. Death touch and life link. Put those on your pony. Um, if a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Uh, so feel well, the dead gives you two zombies. Yeah. That's, that does feel appropriately desecrated. And with Risen Reef, you might be able to just immediately get two zombies. Hey. Great. I mean, look, a zombie's gonna zombie, dude. Yeah, they are. Okay, so that's that's insane. Uh, let's see here. Well, that, we usually stick with just the top four for uh, team for events. Team yeah. But let's look at standard a little further down, just because this is our first big standard thing. We've got a Bant Golos. We've got a Bant Golos, and that's fifth and sixth. Oh, wait, let me check this Titan Shift deck. Yep, Field of the Dead. Uh, doesn't look like anything else, though, really. As I was commenting before we started, like a prime time with Field of the Dead is like getting a Grave Titan duct taped to a Primeval Titan, and both of them are angry. Yeah. It's, that's sick. Excuse me, just checking this. Uh... Okay, just checking this Alluren deck real quick to make sure 
Nothing silly happened. Mm. Doesn't appear to, though. Dang it. Okay, so that was fifth and sixth. And seventh, we've got... Which one of these is standard? A Simic mid-range deck. Let's look at this. That, that's our outlier. Brazen Borrower. Who? Told you that card was powerful. Gilded Goose. Hydrid Crasis, Paradise Druid, Wicked Wolf. Ooh. Questing Beast. Hello. Once Upon a Time, of course, because it's running green. And then Nissa Who Shakes the World, and Oko Thief of Crowns. Yep. This looks like just amazing cards that all are all super powerful, all in the same deck. I'm going to be surprised if this one actually was pretty resilient. Like, when you get to run a whole bunch of fours and threes and your deck does its job, then that sounds pretty sweet. It's true. Brazen Borrower with the... Uh the bounce and gilded goose with the life gain and or mana gain that said you're definitely playing the rares and mythics dot deck with a few uncommons just to you know put on a show yeah and wicked wolf is uh vaguely terrifying yeah i could see this becoming more of a thing once the card availability gets a little bit higher too and question like, beast is, is super terrifying yeah yeah. Neat. All right. So then the final standard deck of the top eight is Bant Golos again. So yeah. Golos. Golos is in ninth. Oh, there's a Bant mid range deck in tenth. Merrileaf Pixie. Uh, and Tulsimir Friend to Wolves. And to Fairy. But the rest is just like. The other mid-range deck that we just looked at. Yeah. Uh, standard Simic mid-range. Okay, yeah, that's the other one. Da, 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 da. 12th place. Jeskai Fires. Oh, let's look at this deck. Fae of Wishes. Oh, God, a full set of Fae of Wishes. Chandra Awakened Inferno. Narset. Sarkon the Masterless. Teferi. Time Raveler. Ugin the Ineffable. And, of course, Fires of Invention. Prison Rep. Ooh. Justice Strike. Justice. Deafening Clarion. Drawn from Dreams. Shimmer of Possibility. And Time Wipe. Wow. With Fires of Invention making things essentially free, you know, once you get enough lands. This is a. Uh, Wow, this gets Time wipe is also just funny here. Do what? Like, when you've got a Fires of Invention out, Time Wipe is actually just funny. Because, for Surge, you've probably only got the one creature anyway. <laughs> and then you could just put it back down. If you wanted. Wow. This is, this is cool. I'm scared. I'm gonna, I'm gonna close right, that then. now. Shabam. What else do we have in standard? A four-color fires deck. Oh, God. Okay, this uh, is Liliana, Narset, Nicol Bolas, Dragon God. Oh, God. So, like, if it's Super Friends, but in this setting, is it more like a round table deck? Uh, Possibly? Ooh. Okay, Liliana, Dreadhorde General, Narset, Nicol Bolas, Sarkon, Teferi, and the Royal Scions. Hoo-hoo. And a Tyrant Scorn. Epic Downfall, Ritual of Soot, The Elder Spell, Mother of God, and Thought Eraser, of course. Alright, yeah, Fires of Invention is definitely a thing. Someone tell Mike he was right. I guess I'll do that later. Here we go, 14th place, Mono Black Aggro. What do we have here? (laughs) Black Lance Paragon. Yeah, that makes sense. Footlight Fiend, Gutter Bones... Knight of the Ebon Legion. What? Oh, it's from M20. I was like, I don't remember this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazotep Reaver. Midnight Reaper. That's different. Murderous Rider, of course. Ayara, First of Lockthwain. And Rankle, Master of Pranks. Oh, and then Drill four bit. copies of Drillbit. Yeah. And four Castle Lockthwain. Wow, yeah, this... Yeah, this is definitely balls to the wall. 
Okay. Let's just finish out the top 16. We've got another Golos deck of the Bant variety, and then another Just Got Fires. Okay. Yeah. So that's your, you can... your Star City team event. Now remember, in team events, the metagame is not the metagame. No. It's just uh, play whatever you think the best deck is, regardless of matchup, just so you have a better chance of winning. And this is also what people brought week one. So. Yeah. Just keep that in mind for everything we're talking about here. No one knows what the metagame is. Yeah. So let's go over to the standard classic. How many people were in that? 128. So they had a pretty easy time determining round count. Yeah. All right, let's just open all these up real quick. Okay, Selesny Adventures. Aaron Barrett won. Playing Barrick? Barrett? One of those. Playing Selesny Adventures. All right, what do we have here? Okay, Edgewall Innkeeper. When you cast a creature with an adventure draw card, all right. Fairy Guide Mother. Flaxen Intruder. Giant Killer. Knight of Autumn. Ooh. Lovestruck Beast. Shepherd of the Flock. Venerated Loxa. Oh! <laughs> and Questing Beast. Oh, There's and a, a Gideon Blackblade. And Gideon. Sure, why not? Yeah. Spells are four once upon a time, of course. An Unbreakable Formation and three uh, Flower Flourish. Flower Power. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Uh, second place, Bant Golos by Felix Slew. Looks pretty much similar to the uh, not first place deck from before. It's got Teferi instead of Oko. Oko's in the board, though. Yeah. Uh, Sean Kippel in third has Golgari Adventures. What is this? Okay, there's the innkeeper, the Foulmire Foul Knight. I don't know why that's hard to say. Lovestruck Beast, Murderous Rider, Order of Midnight, Questing Beast, and Rankle. Rankle. And then Assassin's Trophy, Once Upon a Time, Find, find Finally, and Legion's End. Oh! Okay, yeah, this, this also looks totally like a deck. Yeah, alright. Yeah. Uh, fourth place, Soker, Soker, Socher, Raphael is running Simic Flash. What do we have? Raisin Borrower, of course. Brian, Brianborn Cutthroat, yep. Frilled Mystic, Nightpack Ambusher, Spectral Sailor, yeah. Wildborn Preserver. Yeah, this is definitely Flash. Ah. Uh... Spells are Once Upon a Time, Opt, Quench, Sinister, Sabotage, and Unsummon. Yep, yep, yep. All makes sense. It all checks out. Yeah. Fifth place, Larry Fields is playing Just Got Fires. Running four copies of uh, Realm Cloaked Giant for another, uh, for some board clearing action. Okay. Uh, Kellen Pastor in six is running the Golgari Adventure deck, which looks very similar to the one we just talked about. Matthew Hoffman in seventh is also running that deck. It's got one copy of Massacre Girl, though, so this one is clearly superior. Ah. Hey, girl, hey. <clears throat> Look, everyone's got a type. I'm not crushing on Massacre Girl. Shut up. And I totally am. And then what finally... Max McVady in 8th is running the Selesnia Adventures deck with... Uh, ta, 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 looks Oh, Amara, Soul of the Accord. Look at her, not, not, not giant. Good on. Look at her. Okay. Very cool. If we keep going, there's a Golos deck in ninth. More adventures. What is Jeskai Firewalkers? I mean, we have enough walkers around. Fae of Wishes. Okay, it's Chandra Kasmina... Narset, Sahili, Sarkon, Teferi Time Raveler, and the Royal Scions. Oh, with Fires of Inventions. Yeah. Oh, Firewalkers. It's Fires. We walk. Yeah, I was originally hoping it was just going to be like all the red ones, but alas. Okay. Yeah. Fires so. of Invention also makes sense, I guess. Oh, here's a Gruel Anger deck. This will make Stark happy. Bone Crusher Giant. Bone Crusher. Rule Spellbreaker, yep. Legion War Boss, Pelt Collector, Robber of the Rich, nice. 
Skargan Hellkite, Zerta Goblin, and Questing Beast. Planeswalkers are two Domri Anarch of Bolas and two Domri Chaos Bringer. Oh. Oh, he did. Oh, spoilers. Not really. Flame Sweep, Once Upon a Time, Veil of Summer, Domri's Ambush, and Lava Coil. Yeah, that is that is Gruul Aggro. Golos Fires, a Teamer mid-range deck. Okay, we've got a Grazer, Bone Crusher Giant, Brazen Borrower, Gilded Goose, Questing Beast. What? And then 15 Planeswalkers, Domri, Anarch of Bolas, Nissa Who Shakes the World, Oko, Sarka on the Royal Science. And one, a single copy of Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I guess because Around you just spike out. it in your opening hand sometimes. All right. Oh, and then because Clues isn't here, let's look at this mono-red aggro. Bonecrusher Giant, Fervent Champion, nice. Rimrock Knight, Runaway Steamkin, Scorch Spitter. There it is. Torbrin, Thane of Redfell, Experimental Frenzy, Shock, Slaying Fire, Light Up the Stage, and Skewer the Critics. Okay, wait, I don't remember Scorch Spitter. When it attacks, it deals one damage to the player or planeswalker it's attacking. Oh. Okay, so with Torbrun it does three. Attack with a 1-1 bolt something seems good. I like how the um, the single color ability lands are all seeing play too, from what I could tell. Oh, just the castles? As, yeah, the castles. Just in general, looking over these, I've seen a lot of them, and I don't think it's just because in some decks they're running as many different lands as possible. Like They seem to actually be getting some play for their abilities too. Yeah. Well, this one is definitely... The the Castle Embereth is... For one red, red, and tap, creatures you control get plus one, plus oh until end of turn. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what you want to do in this deck. Totally. Fuego, mi amigo. All right. Eh, Tibble the board. All right. All right. So that's our very first look at New Standard with uh, Throne of Eldraine and post-rotation, of course. Yep. Keep an eye out. We'll see how it develops. Yeah, this is this is totally gonna switch around a lot. Mm-hmm. At least I hope. It'll have to. All right. Well, let's go to modern then. How many people were in the modern classic? Um, being that modern is more popular than the standard, always two hundred forty-three. Sounds right. Okay. We've got Zach Fowler, one with Amulet Titan. Uh, Kevin Place in second with El Jirazi Tron. Hang on, let me double check these real quick to see if there's anything fancy. Nothing in the main, I don't think. Uh, Benjamin Riley in third place with a pure steel combo. Yep, that's, that's exactly what this is, okay? Uh, James Manges or Manges or Mangas, something like that, in fourth with Burn. Burn. Right, clues isn't here. Burn. Yeah, I, we're not going to try to imitate his level of enthusiasm. Well, just open these up. Uh, fifth place, Joshua Kautishian. Uh, Kutishian. One of those is playing Mono Green Tron, like you do, because it's modern. Megan Krause yeah. in six is playing Infect because apparently Megan Krause is a terrible person. Anything new here? Doesn't appear to be. Nope, just Teferi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jacob Conley in seventh is running a Mono Red Prowess with a Merchant of the, the Veil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's the uh, really pitiful poor man's uh, faithless looting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, that looks good. And then finally, in eighth place, rounding out the top eight, Selesnia Eldrazi by Billy Severin, or Severin. Which looks like, uh, yeah, an Eldrazi deck. It's kind of weird to juxtapose Eldrazi and... Celestia. It's Stoneforge Mystic. <laughs> As a concept. Oh yeah. But, they don't really they don't really play well together, flavor wise. Like, maybe if the Eldrazi is a vegetarian. 
<laughs> goes eating those trees. Hmm. All right. So that was modern. Rest of the yeah. top eight. Okay, hang on. We got to look at this. Gruel Ponza in ninth place. Modern Ponza. Okay, Arbor Elf, Birds of Paradise, Bloodbraid Elf, Inferno Titan, Magus of the Moon, yep, yep, Scavenging Ooze, Storm Breath Dragon, Thrag Tusk, what? Thrag Tusk. Chandra Torch of Defiance, Blood Moon, Utopia Sprawl, Lightning Bolt, Pillage, Primal Command. And Kessig Wolf Run, down here in the... Huh. Well, that was the year-defining card. Yeah, it was. A lot of this was. Storm Breath, Ragtusk, Jesus. Okay. That's neat. Uh, Amulet Titan, Burn, Amulet Titan, Burn, 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 Four Color Wurza is the rest of the top 16. That's a decent amount of Burn. Oops. And finally, we have Legacy, the king of all formats, or so clues would say. Uh, how many people were in the Legacy event? 160. That's right, New Standard came in last. I was going to say, that's more than Standard, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Alright, first up, Casey Lancaster is playing Lands. Hang on. There is a it Field of the be Dead. In there. <laughs> it better be. Come on. Uh, second place, Rigel Goheen is playing Selesnia Depths. Third place, Brian Rogers is on Turbo Depths. Because Legacy's a deep format. But um, uh, Bryant Cook is in fourth place playing Storm. This is Burning Wish. Is this Tess? Yeah, this is Tess. Look at that. No, wait, there's uh-huh. Ad Nauseam. And Empty the Warrens? Tendrils? Huh. See the way I always I always checked was if it has a wish it's it's a test instead of ant. But this one is also running ad nauseum. I don't know if that's normal or not because usually we uh, see ant I... not test. What? I mean I want to say that they both run the rest of it. It's really just the wish that decides I it. I think but... you're probably right. Uh not my format. Yeah, no, this is a clues thing. Oh, well. Uh, fifth place, Nicholas Lacesa is playing Teamer Delver. Andrew Alt in sixth is on four-color Delver. Carter Noonan in seventh is on four-color Control. And Brian Koval in eighth just skipped right over all that and went back to Teamer Delver. That Rest of the top know, 16. Is it Delver? Yes. Teamer Delver. Dredge. Teamer Delver. Naya Depths. Lots of Depths and Delver here. Uh, Rakdos Reanimator, Burn, and Teamer Delver. Oh, there you have it. Yeah, and there you go. That is... Magic. That's that's your magic. (laughs) That's your news. Check it out. Yay. Yeah, that's that's week one look at new standard, plus some other formats. Plus ponies. Also ponies. Okay. Well, I think we're done. We are. See, I was hoping to get this done in less than an hour, but didn't quite make it. We are pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. We've been recording for an hour and four minutes, so. Yeah, nice. All right, then. Um, I'll start the wrap-up. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at SqueeGoblinAbob. Uh, there's no eye in Goblin, because I think at this point in time, it is also out there getting in on these busted infinite zombie land decks. So, because, you know, it's a jerk. Uh, but the rest of me is here. And, you know, I'm I'm tweeting and stuff. That's cool. Uh, next week, I'm not going to be here, unfortunately. Like, I have a work thing to do. So, while I am out, I will be leaving it to Chewy and Clues, who I'm sure will be more than capable of doing the things that I don't do anyway. So, should be awesome. Um, other than that... I feel like there's a bunch of cool stuff going on, but I can't think of any of it right now. So I guess go to Twitter, and when I remember, I'll post it there. I don't know. Like, I'm enjoying the fact that it's October, so all the nerd things are happening. Like, that's fun. So, yeah. Yeah. More Spider-Man. All right.
So, yep, that's, I guess, about it for me. Um, take it away. Not clues. I'm not clues. Well, then take it away. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Hi, I'm Chewy. You can find me on Twitter at the Manipool. So you can find me pretty much everywhere as the Manipool. You've got that pretty locked down at this point, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Nice. There's, uh... Yeah, yeah, I've got a bunch of those locked down. Hmm. There, let's see, what else? So, hey, over on... Well, here on Twitch.tv slash The Manipool, we stream Monday Night Magic and The Manipool live. And then I also stream other stuff. Like, recently, I streamed Among the Sleep which is my first mm-hmm. horror game of the year or of the season because it's a spooky season. Like you said, it's, it's October. So you have to do the spooky things. So I played Among the Sleep, which is uh, a horror game where you're an actual literal baby. You're a two-year-old. As a matter of fact, spooky. it's your second birthday. Oh, no. And uh, you're, it's a first-person game, so your, your mom gives you a, a present, and then it's, she leaves the, the room, and it's, it's a teddy bear that walks and talks and is vaguely creepy and turns your closet into a nightmare hell dimension. Oh, good. Or takes your closet, it takes you into the closet and it's a nightmare hell dimension. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it just gets weirder from there. Then you end up in like your crib gets knocked over in the night and you have to go find Teddy and he's in the washing machine being tortured. And then you have to go downstairs and find mom and mom's not there. And there's a thing in the house that says, Oh, and it scares you, but it doesn't hurt you. It's very strange. But then you find, then you go to the, Y'all, just go watch these videos, okay? This is a weird game. <laughs> and then you find yourself in this, like, playground from hell, and you find out that your two-year-old baby weighs exactly six owls, because you have to find six owls to balance you. And uh, uh, yeah. And then and then, then you go into the paintings, and, where you, and then there's Medusa, like and Medusa chases you. I don't like and that. And it's, ter- it's terrifying. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, and then it just gets weirder from there. But that's that; those are all the bar the parts that I've I've edited into YouTube videos now. So that's going up on YouTube.com slash the Manipool over the next week or so. Also, we've got uh, some Hearthstone videos going up because I played some really good games on another stream here on Twitch.tv slash the Manipool. So those are those games are going to go up on uh, on there. YouTube slash the Manipool. That's me. You get at least one YouTube video every day. Uh, I think I'm going to have to double up a little bit because some people don't care about the horror games. So I think on days when um, Among the Sleep goes up, I'll have a Hearthstone video to go with it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm like a week ahead right now. So that's going to cut me down to only being a couple days ahead. (laughs) I don't don't know. I'll I'll figure it out. Let Let me know what you think. What? We shall see. Yeah, we shall. But yeah, so that's that's me. But if you want to help support what I do, because Manipool Productions is, believe it or not, a Patreon supported endeavor. So I've got uh, two podcasts a week, and at least one YouTube video every day and uh, all of the assorted gaming streams and podcast streams and stuff every week. So it's a lot, and it's just me that does all the actual production. So uh, if you want to help support what I do with all that and allow me to keep doing so, the best direct way, the best, the most direct way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash themanapool and become a lifeguard where you can get early access to, wait, hang on, Manipool episodes and to all the YouTube videos. Like right now, I've got something like one, two, three, four, five, four or five YouTube videos that aren't public yet that you can totally watch. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Four or five. Yeah. A queue, if you will. A queue. If you're nasty, and uh, you can get. Access to The Odds and Ends, which is all the stuff, behind-the-scenes nonsense recorded before and after both Monday Night Magic and The Mana Pool. That is uncensored. Uh, I just put three more up today, so I'm slowly getting caught up. 
the plan was to be done by the end of last month, but it turns out that Scott's wedding, prepping to go to Scott's wedding because I had to have content up before that, and then recovering from Scott's wedding because of the burns and the pain and all that, uh, actually took a lot longer than I expected. So now the plan is to be caught up before the end of this month, and I'm I'm getting there. I've got. Eighteen or so left, and when I do them, I do like four or five at a time. So, well, today I did three, but two of them were over two hours long. So, yeah, but yeah, that's getting caught up. And then once I get caught up, I'm gonna make a day like Tuesday, probably. And every Tuesday, because I don't stream on Tuesdays, every Tuesday will just be get the odds and ends from the previous week done. Hopefully, yeah. Workflow. Workflow. So, there you go. Or, if you're feeling extra awesome, then you can become a mythic lifeguard and you get the early stuff, the odds and ends, and the uh, sponsorship shout-out on both podcasts and on the end screen for all the YouTube videos each month. So I'd like to thank the mythic lifeguards. Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Timu Helizaryu, Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart Slaw, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bertain, Casey, Fayen Says, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansons, Jason Kaus, Gothic Man, Stark Maximum, John Parker, Violet Moon, The Beardy Man, Dan Holm, Bartle, Sarah Jane, and The Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Huh. Did I take a breath? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. With that, I guess, uh, I guess we'll be done? We should be done. I think that's right. Also, Bill's camera keeps blinking, and I don't know why. Hey, Fayen says just oh, resubs for the 23rd month. Thank you. He said, whoop. You're damn right. I don't know why it's blinking. That is weird. That is weird. Maybe it I is couldn't do time. that on purpose. Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna kill this episode before Bill's camera actually kills him on camera, because that would be a little too that would be a little too good. So uh, this has been Monday Night Magic number six sixty nine. Hey, thank you all so very much for joining us, and uh, go play some magic.